K-pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. 50-50 lost their case. They did. Um, there's like another something though that's happening, um, like legally speaking with them. So be on the lookout for that to boycott their stuff. Because mm-hmm. they're supposed to have a comeback. And basically, yeah, don't. Don't buy it. Don't support it. Don't buy it. Don't. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. It's fine. You can handle it. Taehyung went on um, that YouTube channel that does the find the imposter thing. And it was so perfect the way he went on it. I like as a dog person amongst cat people. It was great. I loved watching it. Um, I like was crying because I missed Taehyung a lot. Not like he really left. I just like I didn't watch Ginny's Kitchen. Just because I didn't know how to watch it. And I just assumed that the episodes were really long. So I just didn't watch it. But um, so it's been a long time since I've seen Tay like as an idol. And seeing him made it just I'm so happy. I was very excited. I'm very excited. It's now September. So his comeback is around the corner. Um, very excited for all of his music to drop. So there's a lot. There's like a lot of comebacks happening. Tay um txt um who did i see yesterday i was like oh my gosh they're having to come back um i think the nugu group i chillin is having one which i'm very excited for um there's so many comebacks happening this month this month is stacked so buckle up last night uh i am from monster x had a performance mm. and he took off his shirt fully and there are video tons of videos circulating i also sent that to you and everybody is freaking out because he's like the only one in monster x to not have done that and usually his shirts aren't like very deep v or anything it's not really like normal for him (laughs) even though he's from monster x who are like muscly boys this isn't normal so it was a lot to process this morning so while we're on the topic stream monster x (laughs) also we have decided to not purchase any more k-pop tickets for the rest of this year yeah originally we had wanted to get to in hypen and stacy in october however it's just there's too much for it's a now. lot it's <laughs> a lot yeah and we did a lot last year and we did a lot this year we really did yeah nods went to lala uh we went to kcon yeah like these are things uh, on top of the other concerts that we went to this year yeah we did do a lot of K-pop. Yeah. So, you know. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what I, it is. Like, I, I, on every level, am tired. Mm-hmm. I am mentally, spiritually, financially tired. Yeah. And as much as, like, it's going to pain me not going to Enhypen or Stacy or even Lucemble, who's going to be at the forum and their tickets are really cheap and I'm pretty angry about it. But, and like, Purple Kiss. And Purple Kiss. Purple Kiss is coming in November. I saw the Fuck. ticket prices for that. <laughs> oh man, I think that hurts the most. <laughs> I actually think that hurts the most because I love Purple Kiss. Yeah. Oh man. But like, I'm actually like, I actually, I'm very stressed. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. No more concerts for the rest of the year unless it's under $20, fees included. So, <laughs> unless this band I really love called the Nova Twins comes back, <laughs> I, 
don't think I'm going to another concert, aside from the concerts I already have lined up. So yeah, y'all, this is our reluctant attempt at being responsible humans. Yeah. Because um, I mean, we have, here's the thing. We are multifaceted people. Yeah. We have lots of other interests yeah. outside of K-pop. Yeah. Um, for example, we both have Disney passes. Mm -hmm. um, and it's becoming into the season that I love the most, which is spooky season. Yeah. So I want to go to Disneyland and I want to enjoy myself and try the new treats and yeah. like, get fun stuff. San Francisco's open. San like... Francisco's <laughs> open. I want to go meet Baymax. Like, there are things. Yeah. You know, other things. Yeah. I, that was just one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Disney. Books, books, manga, uh, redecorating uh, Nod's room, me helping decorate my boyfriend's apartment. Like, there's just yeah. lots on the table. Yeah. Um, I recently decided that I'm going to sell my Twice collection. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. I've been sitting on that for like a week. Yeah. Uh, because I, you know, wanted to think it through. I decided, <laughs> I decided this because originally... When I started collecting K-pop albums, I had rules. And then once I finished collecting BTS, I did not follow those rules. And everything <laughs> went batshit crazy. It just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? We need to get back to the original plot yeah. of the story. And so I've been in the process of picking my new alt girl group. Mm. Because my alt girl group no longer... Um, they're not disbanded. <laughs> they are not promoting together... They're not in the industry right now, in the idol industry right now. Not really. So, yeah, I was trying to decide. Uh, but Millie, what are those rules for Oh, idols? sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so this was originally, my rule was I was allowed to buy anything for my alt girl group, older, and alt boy, gr boy group, older. And in that case, it was BTS, EXID, and then alt younger which was mm. txt and busters so yeah we're going back to bts uh i think <laughs> i'm nervous to say it because I, I almost feel like if i say something something's gonna happen but uh my alt girl group as of now is g idol <laughs> you can't see the Hold hand gestures i'm making <laughs> but i'm making hand gestures yeah um, and then I want to focus on, it's hard to collect CXT. I want to say that I want to focus on it, but it's hard to get your hands on their shit. Yeah. And the other people who I would like to focus on, it's also hard to get your hands on their shit, which is 80s. Yeah. I hate this for me. <laughs> <laughs> and for the youngers, uh, still busters. And probably, I'm probably going to continue with Kepler too, mm. because I know that they're going to, their contract will end. So. Yeah. Yeah. My my rules for K-pop buying are always shifting. Mm. Um, but at the moment, it's just anything from my ults. And I don't separate it older and younger like Millie does, which is smart. Actually, I should do that. <laughs> but I just always say my ults are BTS, ITZY, ATs, and I guess now it's TXT mm. <laughs> also, which I feel fine saying. I also have a line for soloist, which is Chunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Sunmi, yeah, obviously, but the homegirl has, like, no physicals, so it's, I, I pretty much have her collection. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll buy anything from them, but other than that, I, I'll only buy albums from, like, other people's, like, other groups and stuff if I 
love the album in its entirety mm. and if I know all the names of the like members. Mm. So it's like I like I love Ives like album that came out this year to death. It's still like my top it's, it's album of the year for me. Mm. Um but I don't know all the members of Ive yet, so I haven't bought that. Um Yeah. Um but I mean I don't I don't follow it that often because I just I never have money to buy albums. So <laughs> And you know what? With us not going to concerts, maybe you will. Maybe I will. I've been wanting to do just like a YouTube video where I just like go batshit crazy and just buy as many TXT albums as possible and mm. just I'll, I'll unbox all of them pretty yeah. much. But yeah, read what Millie said about us being multifaceted. Sometimes I really wish we weren't like this because <laughs> it would be nice if I could just focus on K-pop concerts. But then, but then, okay, yeah, Millie mentioned, yeah, the Magic Keys, books, manga, like all that stuff. Um, not even that, but even within concerts itself, I just love going to concerts. I can't even focus on just K-pop concerts. I want to yeah. go see all these other people as well. We're seeing Five Seconds of Summer and, and like, oh, like days which i'm really excited but anyway yeah so um it's it's rough out here but pray for us um <laughs> pray that we get through the end of the year without um cracking gosh i didn't know about purple kiss that's like that's gonna hurt that's really gonna hurt stream purple kiss y'all mm -hmm. they're really great but anyway let's read some fan fiction we left off on a very very stressful note um, if, if he dies, we're ending the no. story and not finishing it. I can't do that. I will mentally check out. I will just, I'm just saying it now. Yeah. Okay. Chapter 24, Stalemate. When the player to move isn't in check, but none of his pieces can move. This is a type of draw, but not all draws are stalemates. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Taehyung remembers the moment he met his soulmate. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was three, barely a catling, still very much a kitten at heart. His soulmate was only a couple of months older than him, but he was so cool in Taehyung's eyes. Their favorite place to play was to hide in the rusty rocket ship, where they'd have adventures together, blasting off like in the picture books and discovering new worlds. Jimin was always the captain, of course. It didn't feel right if he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever Jimin went, Taehyung followed. Whatever trouble they got in, it was together. Even as they grew older, halfway between Catlings and Strutting Toms, Taehyung's place was always at Jimin's side. Whatever Jimin wanted to do, Whatever he thought was best, Taehyung, usually, agreed. They fought, of course, all the time. But the kind of fighting where there was no heat or vitriol behind their words. They scrapped a bit and clawed at each other, but it always ended with them cuddling and licking each other's wounds. They were best friends, and Taehyung never doubted for a moment that Jimin wouldn't die for him, just as Taehyung would lay down his life for Jimin. It's why he'd left when he knew he was sick, and Hosok and Sokjin had come back with medicine. Taehyung knew Jimin would do anything to save him, even at the expense of the rest of the colony. Taehyung couldn't let him do that, even if it meant leaving when he'd finally found happiness for himself. Not that happiness hadn't been tested and strained the past few weeks. 
Taehyung had watched Hosok and Sokjin spar over Hwasa, but Hosok said they were in a good place now, that they would be mated and things would be better. A part of him felt bad for not telling Hosok that he was sick earlier when they were wrapped up in each other, but Hosok had been happy, and Taehyung didn't want him to worry about another problem so soon, especially one that Hosok couldn't help fix. If only he hadn't gotten sick. Taehyung didn't know why he was picked to run triage. If anyone, Jungkook should be there with his knowledge of illness. Taehyung couldn't mediate sickness away or hand out punishment. But Jimin hadn't been in the mood to be argued with, not that he had been very often lately as it was. So Taehyung and Jin had gone to do their assignments with tails tucked between their legs. At least it was easy working with Jin. They got along, they worked well together, and sometimes when one of them looked fit to burst, they'd pull the other into a back room to hug it out. Or make out. But when Jin had been sent out on a mission, and Taehyung felt alone for the first time in a long while. Sure, Jungkook had been sent to help, but he was too focused on the patients to really notice Taehyung. And Taehyung wasn't going to pout about needing attention, because people were dying. Kim, there's people <laughs> dying! <laughs> Taehyung didn't remember exactly when he first noticed the symptoms, only that he had felt a little off. He hadn't slept more than an hour or so, so just assumed he was battling exhaustion. But as the day wore on and he felt worse and worse, he knew. His vision was doubling, and the sweat wasn't just from how hot and cramped the sick house was. But he said nothing, not even to Jungkook, but Jungkook seemed preoccupied anyway. The worst thing was when Hosok showed up, and while Taehyung was relieved to see him and that he was okay, he didn't want Hosok figuring out he was sick. But Hosok had been determined to get him away, and Taehyung relented, sneaking out to go eat some food, which helped a lot and made Taehyung wonder if he was really sick or just feeling the effects of being in that sick room for too long. So he pushed aside the aches and the fever and let Hosok make him feel better. They fucked, they cuddled, and they planned for the future. Taehyung had returned to the sick house, feeling like he was floating, he was so happy. It had only taken a matter of hours before he knew, beyond doubt, that he had caught the sickness. A part of him wanted to blame Jimin for sticking him with this duty, but it wasn't Jimin's fault, or anyone's fault. Sickness happened in the colonies, and there was nothing that could be done. So he'd ran. He'd ran to the place that felt the safest. He ran to the place that let them dream of a brighter future where they had control over their lives. In his feverish days, he heard Jimin calling his name. He didn't know how long he'd been asleep for, but his eyes cracked open to see Jimin climbing into the rocket ship. The tabby's eyes were wide, grief-stricken. Taehyung tried to be strong for his best friend's sake, and accepted the end with grace. Of course, Jimin wasn't having any of it. Taehyung woke up somewhere soft and warm, cradled in a thousand blankets and buffered on all sides by pillows. He'd never seen so many pillows before. <laughs> he was confused, unsure what was going on or where he was. The last thing he remembered was Jimin trying to comfort him. He's awake. Someone next to the bed said, and Taehyung recognized Sokjin's voice. Jin? Taehyung murmured, his voice hoarse, and he tried to sit up. A gentle hand on his chest pushed him back down. He followed the line of the arm to Jin, who was sitting on the bed next to him. Hey, don't try to move so fast. You're pretty weak, Jin said softly. You gave us a real scare. What's going on? Taehyung asked, licking his dry lips. What happened? What happened is you were sick and tried to be a martyr, Hosok said, <laughs> rounding into Young's line of sight. Good thing Jimin knew where to find you. You were pretty bad. Young knew he had been. It's why he tried to get away. 
But now, as he lay there, cocooned in feather pillows and blankets, he noticed how he felt. Okay. Jimin fetched some pawns to help carry you back here, Jin said. It was Jin's room, as usual. He insisted you not be put in the sick house and brought here. I insisted, too. And he also insisted you get the first round of treatment, Hosok said. <laughs> there isn't a lot of the medicine to go around, but Jungkook and Namjoon are trying to work on making more with the help of the Abyssinians. They're heading to the hospital right now. Taehyung sighed, closing his eyes. I told him not to do that. What, Jimin? Yeah, we know, Jin said, peeling away a damp washcloth from Taehyung's forehead. But you really think Jimin would just let you die? He'd sooner kill himself. Don't say that, Hosok frowned, swatting at Jin's arm. Jimin was going out of his mind the past few hours, pacing around here like a madman. I just sent him away. Took Yoongi to practically drag him to get some sleep. But I told him, Tay, why did you want to die? Jin asked, his soft voice full of hurt. Closing his eyes, Taehyung sighed to himself. I didn't want to die. I didn't want to be a burden, Taehyung said. I didn't want medicine to go to me because I was Jimin's friend. It was supposed to go to the catlings first. You didn't want to get treated because you thought it would look bad on Jimin? Hosok asked, shaking his head. We don't deserve someone as selfless as you, Tae. But it didn't matter, did it? Young said, wishing he could get up and go hunt down Jimin and yell at him for being selfish. <laughs> but he was so tired and so weak. He did what he wanted anyway because he couldn't stand me dying. And for that, I don't blame him, Jin said. I'm glad he did it. I'm glad that you got better because we need you. You have each other, Young said quietly. But each other isn't enough. We need you too. Hosok said. We made plans, didn't we? We were going to talk to Jin about mating and making it official, and then you tried to go off and die somewhere a few <laughs> hours later. Be gentle with him, Jin said, fixing Hosok with a look. He was sick and not thinking clearly. Be gentle about what? About mating or about dying? Hosok said shortly. I take it back, Tay. You aren't selfless. You're selfish. Hobie, stop. Jin was frowning at Hosok, holding his hand up at him. This is not the time. Hosok deflated, kneeling down next to the bed. He lifted Young's limp hand in his own and nuzzled his cheek against it. I'm sorry, Tay. I was just really scared. You're right, though. I was being a little selfish, Young said, squeezing Hosok's hand. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, and you're feeling better, let's talk about this mating business I just heard about, Jin said. <laughs> Hosok failed to mention that when you were passed out for a few hours. Or when we were together for a whole two days. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, about that, Hosok grimaced. Tay and I were talking earlier about mating. All three of us. It was going to be a romantic night in, so yeah. <laughs> you two picked a hell of a time to think about things like mating, Chen sighed with an affectionate smile. We're in the middle of a war, and you want to exchange callers? Well, yeah, Hosok grinned up at him. <laughs> we may not get another chance, and if I die when the proctor really attacks, then I'll die an honest man. <laughs> Jin turned his attention to Taehyung, who was still very tired and struggling to stay awake. Yeah, same, he said with a weak smile. I want people to know I'm taken. I never figured either of you for traditionalists, Jin said. <laughs> we weren't, Hosok said, his gaze lowering. It's why we broke up in the first place. Tae wanted to, but I said no and walked out. I only wanted it because I felt like I was not as important as your work, Young said. But 
That life is ending, isn't it? Soon, you won't be the knight who goes out and infiltrates enemy colonies. You'll just be Hosok, my mate. Our mate. If we live that long, Hosok said. Taehyung didn't want to think about that. He'd already had a close brush with death, and by the looks on Jin and Hosok's faces, they didn't want to relive it either. Okay, from here on out, no more talking about dying, or the terrible things that could happen, Jin said, looking between them. Things are pretty bad. Even Jimin's worried about the proctorate right now. But in this space, when it's just us three, we don't talk about it. It's not something we can just ignore, Hosok said. We're going to have to prepare for it. I'm not saying we ignore it, Jen shook his head. Out there, doing our jobs, that's one thing. But here, this is just us. We talk, we laugh, we enjoy our lives as they are when we are here. Yeah, I like that, Taehyung said, his eyes closing again. Long as I get to sleep occasionally. That a hint? Jin chuckled, leaning down to kiss Taehyung's forehead. Go back to sleep. We can talk more later when you're feeling better. I'm sure Jimin will be back by then. Tell him to worry about the colony, Taehyung said with a heavy, content sigh. It took two days for Taehyung to fully recover. There was a lot of bustling going on in the colony, preparations for an attack they didn't know was even going to come. But Jimin was on alert and had been sending out twice as many scouting parties as usual. Jimin had spent a few hours a day with Taehyung, telling him what was going on and complaining about Yoongi, other things <laughs> they hadn't had a chance to talk about in the past few weeks. Or, Taehyung let Jimin fall asleep for a little while. The tabby seemed to work day and night and looked about ready to collapse. It wasn't nearly as much time as Jimin really needed to rest, but it was better than nothing. Taehyung could tell Jimin was scared about what was happening. He didn't say it, but Taehyung knew his best friend well enough to know when he wasn't sure about something. I never thought the proctorate would be so bold, though, Jimin said, curled against Taehyung's chest. I thought, and for years I was right, that they would stay behind their walls and ignore the rest of the gallery. It does seem strange, Taehyung agreed, but if Yoongi is right and they took in those casts out devils to use against us, then they know that you're up to something. You've taken nearly half the gallery. But that shouldn't matter to them, right? I've kept a respectable distance from their walls, Jimin said. I just don't understand why they'd choose to attack or help an attack now. Like, they know I'm close to what needs to be done. It kind of seems like they knew. Taehyung agreed. I hate to even think about it, but what if they did know? How could they have known? The only ones who knew any of my plans were the court, Jimin said. No one in the court would give that information up. His eyes met Taehyung's, and Taehyung didn't want to say it. Didn't even want to let Jimin know what he was thinking, but Jimin already knew. No, don't. He didn't do it. We don't know him, Taehyung said, frowning as Jimin sat up. He came from there, said so himself. After everything he's done for us, you really think he's a spy? Jimin looked at Taehyung incredulously, shaking his head. No, he could have lied about where he was from, his past. And Hosok would tell you that the truth is always easier to use than a lie, Taehyung said. Look, I'm not saying he's definitely a spy. I'm just saying that a lot of the bad shit started to happen when he got here. Bad shit was already happening, Tae, Jimin hissed at him. This conversation is over, and if you say one more thing about Yoongi being a spy, I won't talk to you for a week. <laughs> Taehyung had to snort a laugh at Jimin's childishness, but he knew Jimin was serious. It was their only acceptable form of punishment when one of them did something the other didn't like. They couldn't stay mad at each other forever, and neither were actually going to hurt the other. 
Okay, fine. Consider it dropped, Taehyung said. So, just so you know, Jin, Hobie, and I are going to do a mating ceremony. Tonight. <laughs> Jimin turned around, his eyes wide, and his jaw dropped. You what? Those assholes haven't said anything to me. You're really <laughs> going to do it? You want me to serve cunt? <laughs> Tonight? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we figured it was time, Taehyung grinned. Hobie was getting us the callers. It's the only reason we're waiting this long. Oh, Tae. Jimin sat back down and wrapped himself around Taehyung's torso. I'm so happy for you. Finally. Finally. How does it feel? Excited? <laughs> I guess, Taehyung chuckled, knocking his head against Jimin's. I don't know how different it will be. Probably not that different. But I want to do it. I don't want to spend another second not being claimed by them. You're so sappy, Jimin snickered. I wish I could be there to watch, but I know it's such a private thing. Ew, I didn't know you were kinky like that. <laughs> Taehyung wrinkled his nose, ignoring Jimin's swats to his chest. What about you and Yoongi? Jimin lifted his head and scowled at him. You just called him a spy two seconds ago, and now you're asking <laughs> if I'm going to mate with him? Well, I mean, if he was a spy, then he wouldn't go through the whole mating thing, right? Taehyung reasoned. And you like him, right? Jimin huffed out through his nose and looked away. Of course I do. But I can't think about things like that now. It'd just be a distraction. You, of all people, could use a good distraction, Taehyung said, ruffling Jimin's hair. Unless you're not sure if you guys are worth sticking together? I mean, coupling is fun, but is he worth mating? It was a moment before Jimin answered, his face oddly serene. I think if things were different, yeah. But I can't think about that right now, Tae. We could be at war any second. All the more reason to hold the people we love closer to us, Taehyung said, squeezing Jimin around the middle. Jimin didn't say anything back, and Taehyung didn't see a need to push. Jimin did have a lot to think about, after all. Jin was the first one home later that night, and he looked exhausted. But no matter what Taehyung asked or prodded at him to talk about what was going on, Jin refused. He instead cuddled with Taehyung and kissed him every time Taehyung tried to speak, which Taehyung could live with that. It was nice kissing Jin, the Bombay having incredibly beautiful soft lips. But it didn't go farther than that, not wanting to get caught up and spoil the rest of their night. Which was good because Hosok didn't dally in getting back, even bringing them dinner, which they ate quicker than usual. There was a nervous excitement in the air between them, though Jin had a kind of sad smile. You're thinking about him, aren't you? Hosok asked him as they were clearing away the plates. It's just hitting me that I'm going to mate again so quickly, Jin said. I feel like I'm forgetting him. You're not, Taehyung said, hugging Jin from behind. He'd be happy for you, that you didn't let yourself go crazy over his death. Didn't I? Jin snorted. I threw myself into something I didn't know how to handle. But you still managed it, and yeah, it took some time to get right. But you're happy again, aren't you? Taehyung asked. I am, very happy, Jin nodded and turned to pull Taehyung into his arms. I don't think I've ever been happier. That's what hurts, I think, that I'm betraying his memory by being happier without him. Hosok and Taehyung exchanged looks over Jin's shoulders, neither sure what to say. If that's how you feel, then maybe you and him wouldn't have lasted, Hosok said gently. I'm glad you're happy with us, Jin. I'm glad you're here with us. Taehyung could feel Jin trembling in his arms, and even if he was being silent, Taehyung knew he was crying. 
Being the sympathetic crier he was, Taehyung blinked away his own tears <laughs> and just held Jin tighter. I'm happy. I'm so happy, Jin said, pulling back to give Taehyung a water kiss before seeking out Hosok. Fuck, I love you both so much. We love you too, Hosok said. The three of them shared as close of a hug as possible. Their heads bowed together as Jin wept. It surprised Taehyung, honestly, that Jin had held on this long, but it was good to get this out before they took the next steps. Their hearts had to be open and the sadness to be a thing of the past. Taehyung didn't know how much long later it was when they sat down on the floor in circle. Hosok set a wooden box in the middle before he made himself comfortable. So, as the one who's been through one of these before, Jin said, his face a little puffy from the tears and his eyes red, but he was smiling his happy smile. We get to dictate however this goes, whether we want to say vows or just do the collar exchange. Is it really an exchange? Taehyung asked. We're all going to be wearing the same design. It's just what it's called, Tae, Hosok said, patting Taehyung's knee. So what do we want to do? Do we need to say vows? Jin looked between them. I'm not as good with words. Me either, Taehyung said. I love you both. That's all I need to say. Agreed. I love you both so much, and I don't want to live the rest of my life without either of you, Jin said. They both looked to Hosok, who was grimacing a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping for something a little more romantic, but you're right, Hosok sighed. Nothing else to say, really. I love you, Tay. Always have. Jin, I love you more every day I get to spend with you. Taehyung leaned in first to Jin, humming softly as they kissed and shivering at the way Jin bit his bottom lip. A little bit of promise for what was in store later. He only pulled back because Hosok made a grunt of annoyance, so he broke off and turned to Hosok next. Kissing Hosok was familiar, but always welcome. He was a warm ray of sunshine to Jin's explosive fire. Taehyung liked to think they balanced each other out. When Taehyung sat back and watched Jin and Hosok, he reflected a little on how they got here. So much bitterness and jealousy and miscommunication at the beginning. Jin had been so lost and confused about what he wanted, but in the end, he'd made the right decision. They worked as three. Okay, time to make it official, Hosok said, opening the box. Inside lay three black leather collars. Taehyung had no idea where Hosok got the leather, but he knew that everyone was going to be jealous. A mating collar was designed by the one giving it away, usually. With limited resources in the colonies, they were often simple strips of leather or woven cotton. Some had rings or spikes or embedded designs, but when they talked about what they wanted to do for collars, it became clear that the traditions wouldn't work for them, so they decided to do it a little different. Well, Hosok had come up with a design of three metal hearts interlaced with two leather straps, attached for the buckle. Taehyung inhaled the gasp at how beautiful it was. Hobi, these are perfect, he said, lifting one up. He undid the buckle and turned to Jin with a smile and shuffled forward to put it on his neck. It looks... Wow, Hosok looked amazed by his own creation sitting on Jin's slender neck, and frankly, Taehyung thought it looked good there. Jin definitely had a neck for collars. Hosok was undoing the next one and put it around Taehyung's neck. The leather was lighter than Taehyung imagined, the lining soft. The metal hearts were backed in felt to keep the skin from overheating or freezing depending on the weather. Taehyung really had to hand it to Hosok. He'd thought of everything. Hosok's was put on last by Jin, and for a moment the three of them were looking at each other, touching their collars. It was done. They were mated. They were together until the end. 
Hosok moved first, tackling Taehyung to the ground and kissed him hard. Taehyung laughed into the kiss, happy. No matter what was coming their way, they had this moment to remember, when they were happy and in love and nothing could touch them. There's chapter endnotes for this one from the author, and it says, probably the last chapter where things are okay. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to end it there. Keep Mm -hmm. it happy, because apparently it's going to end on a, like, apparently things are going to get sour from here on out. Yeah. I mean, I'm still hoping, I said this, you, you probably didn't hear it, because obviously we recorded separately. I was like, I mean, I hope everything ends in a happy ending, but yeah. I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't and know so... either. Is this author, like, brave enough to, like, kill someone off? Like, are we, like, is Yoongi actually a spy? Like, that, as soon as it started to be brought up, I was like, well, technically it's true. He's, yeah. like, the only one, but also I don't want it to be true. Because no. I never want them to be the bad guys. No. Even though in my favorite fic of all time, Namjoon is the bad guy, technically. <gasps> So crazy. You know. Yeah, that's wild. Well, anyway, that's going to conclude this episode, y'all. If you'd like to catch us in between episodes, you can do so at Kpop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on all social media platforms. And if you like us and want to let us know, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of Kpop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. Morahey.